this is the Meaning Printer Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie Ward. I'm a business and marketing mentor for meaning printers who want to create a prosperous business. Hey everybody, it's Stephanie Ward of FireflyCoaching.com, and I'm here today with Vivian Aqua. Welcome, Vivian. Welcome. Thank you, Stephanie, for having me on your uh, on your show. And I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. I am too, because we just did a little pre-chat and I know mm-hmm. there's some really good stuff coming. But before Definitely. we dive, yes, before we dive into that, I want to officially read Vivian's bio so that mm-hmm. you get an idea about who Vivian is. As an inclusive workplace wellness advocate, Vivian Aqua advises managers on how to keep their team members engaged, energized, and safe in a sustainable manner. Vivian is making topics related to workplace wellness and DEI accessible to everyone. She provides people with the right tools at the right time to embrace inclusive changes. Vivian motivates people to think consciously and inspires them to take action. It's all about the action. Right? Because if you you don't take action, what's the point? Tell the people. Tell the people. (laughs) So I love your action-oriented statement there. Mm -hmm. And you have built a successful business. I mean, you're known everywhere you go. You have this amazing brand. Tell us how you have done this and what your top marketing strategies are so we can learn from you yeah so um it took a while for me to come out of my out of my shell because even though I'm very tall and very noticeable (laughs) I am a ambivert so I used to be an introvert for a very long time and now you as an entrepreneur you have to make yourself visible Mm. make yourself known and a way to do that is by speaking, right? I love talking. It took me a while to become more comfortable in talking, but one of the things that I challenge myself to do more, if I want to take this speaking business seriously, first show up on other people's podcasts and then, you know, start your own show. Um, I have some experience in the past from what I did with Cooking Back to Our Roots, where I learned so many things uh, from producing a live te- or producing a television cooking show where you would only see 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but it took a whole day of work. <laughs> yeah. Learned right. that. And I thought, mm, not going to do that, but I'm going to do something that is comfortable and manageable uh, by me, myself, and I, and of course, a small team that is supporting me as well. So you said you started by, you knew you had to come out of your show, but you started by being on other people's shows. Yeah. How yeah. long did you do that before, before you started on your own? I think about maybe about half a year or three quarter of a year. It took me a while to be more comfortable on my own. And also Mm. the thing is I am native Dutch. So uh, at home we are speaking pigeon English, which is some (laughs) kind of a slang African English as well. Okay. And I, I had this gremlin on my shoulder saying that you don't speak English as well, oh, that wow. well, right? right? And I would put myself in the Dunglish category where I would translate everything into Dutch or mix up Dutch right, English changing words, it. Yeah. right? <laughs> and if I want to, I, I, I could vision myself being the speaker that I am right now. And I am dreaming of much more uh, of my future. But then again, I have to challenge myself. I have to put myself out there. And one of the ways to 
be visible in the comfort of your own home is having a conversation similar like this one where you can talk, right? Mm -hmm. Invest in a good mic, invest in a good camera, invest in a good area or a room where you can have a quiet conversation and enjoy the conversation. Because I know that this is going to be listened by millions and millions of people, but I'm having a conversation with Stephanie and that's how I went Mm. into that conversation. I love that. Just yeah. don't focus on how many people are listening. Focus on the, the conversation you're having with the yeah. one person. Yeah. And also, I love that you brought up the language thing because I hear that a lot. I work with a lot of global people and who speak multiple languages, which is yeah. so impressive. <laughs> um, and to me, if if we can understand each other, that's all that ever matters to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, because I obviously make loads of mistakes in Dutch. But I think people have that feeling when you when you realize that someone's speaking so many different languages. Um, and I would have to say your English is unbelievably amazing. Like you have no <laughs> Dutch you. accent, if you know what I'm talking about. Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, which and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-hmm. It's just anyway. OK, so yeah. video was getting on the stage, getting in front of a video camera. Um, how have you used speaking and video to connect with clients? How has that worked for you? It has been a very nice surprise. So instead of me calling them, they are calling me. So okay. hold I, on, people, do you hear what yeah, she just said? Me, yeah. <laughs> Everyone that's <laughs> complaining to me, I don't want to do cold calls. I don't want to reach out. She just said people are calling her. Please yeah. continue. This is so good. The reason why <laughs> is because um, I have to do a confession. I hate sales calls. I am just sharing that. I sure. that. It's not my favorite thing to do, but for people to warm up to me, right? People need to get to know you. People Mm. need to get to see you. People need to see if their energy or your energy is aligned to their organization, is aligned to their mission. And one way for me to easily do that is to have different conversations online. And the way that I utilize that is I um, started with Facebook Live a long time ago where it was me, myself, and I. Okay. If you see, you don't see any conversation or you see not that many conversations where I'm the only one talking because I don't like that. I'm a conversation person Mm -hmm. where I would like to have a conversation with you or, you know, answer questions where we are having an engaging uh, conversation. So the moment that I knew that, that's the moment where I realized that I want to have a conversation with different people. And it doesn't matter if we are working in the same field or we are almost working with similar clients. To me, it's about what are the lessons that I'm learning? What are the lessons that my my potential client is learning? And also to create that connection, right? With any other person, because you never know who's watching, who's going to recommend your name to their man, to the, the person who has the power to hire you so that you are asked for speaking engagement, for instance, or you are being hired for training. So um, live videos has been a way in for me, but also converting those content, right? So the way that I work my live videos is I go live on LinkedIn, on Twitter and on Facebook and YouTube at the same time. Okay. And how After do you do that? that? How do you do that real quick? I am using StreamYard. Right. Okay. I'm using StreamYard. It's an investment. It's, it's, a, it's not cheap. It's an investment. But then again, that investment, it has been paid out long time ago. So I'm willing to put that in. Great. If you want to invest small, 
you can you can broadcast on LinkedIn Live or you can broadcast on Facebook and at YouTube, right? I do recommend YouTube because YouTube is the uh, the biggest search engine and highest you know highest ranking as well, where you can come up uh, earlier as well. So I do recommend that. But I have a trigger on YouTube. Every time I put a film or a movie into a playlist, within a few days, that unedited conversation, so I'm not polishing it, mm-hmm. unedited conversation can be listened to it on, on uh, as a podcast. Okay. The reason why I'm doing that, I, I've, I had a, um, only a podcast before, and I know how perfectionistic perfectionistic (laughs) I can be okay and when I'm having a conversation right you hear me breathing you hear (laughs) me you know making those little things there and I used to edit those things out and I'm just like okay I'm having a conversation where I'm breathing where I'm human where I'm being human I decided to to leave that as is because that's not where the power lies for me to power lies into the live conversation and for me to show my energy to express my energy and afterwards after a while after a few months or a few weeks depending on how juicy the content mm. is I convert it to a blog so that I keep the attention span on it and I have a automation for one year for some topics one and a half year or I recycle it again because the topics that I am having a conversation about with the other professionals it's an ongoing thing Mm, wow you said so many interesting things I know (laughs) okay I just want to try to go back and, and point them out because I love that you were willing to start by yourself with Facebook Live just as a talking hat. That takes a lot of courage and it's great practice. But the key mm-hmm. is, and everyone listened to this, what she said about how she realized that's not really fun for her and she likes yeah. conversations. And guess what? It's so much easier when you're talking with people as well. So if you have been afraid of starting with video, interview someone or have a panel, yeah. have a discussion. So that's tip number one. The second thing you said about um being aware of your perfectionism and letting that go so that you can share the conversation. I love that because, you know, sometimes business owners can be perfectionistic. So, and then the third point is the leverage piece that you take that and you share that across channels and you continue to recycle and reshare your knowledge because it's evergreen, right? I mean, most of it doesn't change. Yeah, especially. And also a bonus tip, I am a geek. So I like processes. <laughs> mm. And uh, when I am hiring or not, or not looking for different speakers, I cannot handle all the speakers at one time. There was a place where I even, ha- I even sought out eight speakers. That was the max for me to okay. handle at once. That's a lot. <laughs> but it, it is a lot, but you also have to have a process behind it, right? You also have the invitation structure behind mm. it. So definitely invest in something like Calendly, so that you can handle the automation where people are getting reminders because the last thing that you want to have is somebody to forget mm-hmm. their meeting with you or forget that conversation because mine is it's live and if you don't show up then it's your bad mm-hmm. but it's also a bad for me if it's just only one guest so because of that I am doing multiple guests as well I the max that I sometimes I have as of this year is four or maybe five mm-hmm. um, never going to back to a because that's a lot to juggle at the same time as well 
but I really love having these conversations. That's wonderful. More, more gems of wisdom there about automating things so it's simple. Plus the fact that you're doing it live, you don't have to worry about editing. That yeah. just takes all that worry away. Um, so powerful. I love these tips so much. Okay, what else? Let's see. So it's video, it's leveraged, it's repeating it, it's inviting people, it's creating processes. Um, and then people are literally just reaching out to you saying, I saw yeah. your show, I saw you on LinkedIn live, I saw you on Facebook, all your channels, and they're approaching you. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In every conversation, there is something, uh, especially when they look on my, my website or the blog, um, people share a gazillion quotes or quotable mm. things. Okay. And I only need one snippet mm -hmm. as a reminder, right? Because it's like you shared, it's evergreen. Some of the things that I'm doing regarding DEI, it's evergreen. Mm -hmm. And you never know who you are talking to. And the way that people react, you never know what people are seeing. So I've had different engagements. People come from all over the places. Uh, some people are referred or some people come uh, directly because they saw my episode or maybe they saw something six months ago, mm. but after six months, they decided to reach out. So I have a lot of people who are being silent, but then say like, I feel like I know you. But... Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. I think you alluded to that earlier. It video yeah. is the the way to reach one to many. Yeah. Where some yeah. it's the closest thing you have to actually meeting in person. And as we know, that's difficult these days. So it's even more important to use video, but it's just that people really do feel like they know you just from watching the videos because it's like yeah. they they get to know your, you know, the way you think and your ideas. And it's just, it's so powerful. And the, the neat thing about it is, I mean, I love marketing. I'm kind of a weirdo. That's my thing. But I mean, most business owners don't love marketing. You want to do the work that you are meant to do. So by being so um, conscious and clever and um, uh, leveraged and systematic about your marketing, then you're, it's probably taking less time than yeah. it sounds like it might be. And so that you can actually do the work you love. Yeah, it's, it's the only time that you need to spend is setting the things up, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're not setting it up, you can always ask a VA who is skilled to set things up. As long as you know where you're heading, mm -hmm. where you want to be seen and how you want to be noticed. Um, there Sometimes there may be some manual labor in it, but um, see what you can do. See where your superpowers are. That's another great gem is to don't try to do everything yourself, delegating tasks to a VA or to an uh, accountant, to web designers, all these people, that's that's very powerful so that you're focusing on your zone of genius. Excellent. Yeah. Um, is there anything, any other tips you want to share about marketing or how to get started with video or um, getting over fears or the best first step? Any um, When it comes to getting over fears, um, just do it. <laughs> I know it can no it can yeah. be fearful and there mm -hmm. are like in this case I knew you you shared ahead that you are going to record the video but there are also podcast interviews where uh only the audio is used right so uh find out listen to your ideal platform listen to your ideal uh platform where you want you would like to guest speak 
and see if there is a way in for you to become a potential guest speaker as well. And also uh, look, make it known on LinkedIn mm. or, on, or make it known to other people within your network saying that you want to sh share more about your topic or want to speak up more about it. You don't have to create your own podcast mm. to be able to do that. If you can leverage being on other platforms, that's totally okay. But share it. Yes. Don't forget to share it because there is a lot of work being put out there. Uh, it's I know it's an investment on, on both ends, right? So mm -hmm. Stephanie, I can definitely promise you that how we'll share it as well. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, because it's also important for the guest speaker to highlight the conversation as well. Totally. I, that is such good information there about yeah. um, asking for what you want. Put it out there. Yeah. Let people know. Post it on LinkedIn. Share it with your network. That is so powerful. People mm -hmm. want to help you. You just have to ask them. Um, and being willing to step out there and, and do it is so powerful. Gosh, there's so many good tips here. Okay, <laughs> so just to um, put it all together at the end, mm -hmm. and then I've got one final question for you is, so this idea that you are being visible, getting out in front of your audience um, and really creating great content, but the key there, and I've done a blog post on this as well, is sharing it and keep yeah. sharing it. So you know, sometimes people focus too much on creating content yes. over actually sharing what you have. So take a break and go through your posts and videos and whatever you have and reshare those and leverage, leverage, leverage. That's the key kind of theme I'm getting from you. Yeah. Be efficient. One thing that I do need to add when yes. you look at my journey, the way I started, I did start doing this. Let's humanize the workplace in Dutch and in English okay. almost every week. Wow. Um, well, the, the pandemic hit, so I decided to be mindful as in every other week, Dutch and every week English. Okay. But then halfway through the sessions, I realized that um, the English versions were seen more, were listened to it more. And also I had a, an easier way into getting guest speakers, as in the Dutch guest speakers, I needed to pull and I had to set them free. So I'm not doing any Dutch uh, engagements anymore unless it's paid. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I, I stopped doing that. And everything in it is in English because my clients are more international and the world is my oyster right now. So that's why I'm doing that. But the, the thing that I want to end is do it the mindful way. Because as mm -hmm. of this year, I only do it once per month because I'm doing other training and other things for clients as well. Mm -hmm. I have to be realistic with my time and energy. And my energy is for now once per month. I love that. Another great lesson is you have to make decisions. And I do hear this, this dilemma a lot with people that have multiple languages. And that's what a CEO does, makes decisions and follow the mindful the mindful path. Brilliant, brilliant focus on what you're good at. Okay, last question, and, mm -hmm. and then we'll wrap up. Um, you see yourself as a meaningpreneur, someone who is uh, finds their work meaningful and has an impact on others. Tell me, what is it? Uh, what's the best part of being a meaningpreneur for you? For me, the best part is I'm planting seeds now for not only to create a more equitable and more inclusive future for, for this generation, but also for my son's generation. It's mm. also because of my son 
that I sweat, I walked away from being a consultant and do something meaningful that's close to my heart. Is it easy? No, not at all. But it's passion. It's my calling. And when I see clients that are doing the work, are initiating their journey or are somewhere in the middle and still continuing that, um, that's meaningful to me. And there's one thing, always use a hook in your training, always use a hook. And the, the reason why I'm sharing that is my hook is carrot cake. It's my <laughs> way of sharing what DEI is. I've been fortunate enough that some of my clients literally sent me carrot cake. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I was drooling. It looked so because good. Of, because of the excitement and the feeling that they had that yeah. I was thinking like, okay, now I need to think about something else because <laughs> I cannot keep up with this if people are going to send me food like this. But it's a nice way for people to remind me, but also to remind what is shared. And every time that they see a carrot cake, people have been you know, sharing images like, I saw this reminding of DEI. Now I remember again. So um, use something that um, is worthwhile for people to think about you months later when you're not there. Beautiful. Another gem to end with. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your insights and your wisdom, Vivian. And um, yeah, wishing you all the best and we will absolutely be in touch. <laughs> Thank you for okay. having me. Yes. I enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, you can see the links below or around somewhere around here and get in touch with Vivian if you want to know more. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Meaningpreneur Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie Ward. I'm a business and marketing mentor for meaningpreneurs who want to create a prosperous business.